Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Dark Water by Barbara Houston The rented bus parked beside the North Wales Baptist Church in North Wales, Pennsylvania, where my dad was pastor. The adult leaders loaded the picnic items onto the bus. The 13 to 16-year-olds swarmed around, anxiously waiting to get on the road for our day trip to the Pocono Mountains. Several small bags stuffed with bathing suits, towels, sunscreen, and bathing caps for the girls were lying about on the sidewalk as the young people buzzed with excitement. Anticipating a day of adventure, the teens and chaperones boarded. The hour-and-a-half bus ride passed quickly as we sang songs, played jokes on one another, and laughed at the silly antics of some of the boys. The area reserved for our outing was in a small alcove of the lake surrounded by beautiful tall oak trees that shaded a wooden deck, picnic tables, changing rooms, and restrooms. Fifteen teens of assorted shapes and sizes raced to check out the lake sparkling in the sunlight. Then we ran into the changing area, donned our bathing suits, and bounded toward the water. Excited shouts and giggles echoed throughout the woods and across the lake. Although I could swim, I had always been cautious around lakes. The unknown lurking beneath the dark water held both fear and fascination for me. My friend Maggie, who could not swim, and I stepped slowly into the water, like young children taking their first tentative steps. We quickly forgot our fears as we splashed and laughed, totally unaware of hidden danger. The smell of hot dogs and hamburgers grilling over charcoal tickled our noses, inviting us to lunch. We ate voraciously, rested the required thirty minutes, and ran back into the lake. Maggie led the way as we ventured farther away from shore. Help! Help! I looked up and saw Maggie frantically bobbing up and down a dozen feet away. She had fallen into a drop-off and could not get out. I swam toward her, hopelessly fighting against the heavy weight of water. As I got close, she grabbed me, held on tenaciously, and pulled me under. We were both springing up and down like figures in a jack-in-the-box. I screamed for help, gulping in too much water each time I opened my mouth. Through a haze, I saw some of the other kids on the dock. Quit horsing around, you two, someone yelled. Their laughter floated out across the water. I spotted one of the chaperones running toward the lake. My body tensed as panic spread and terror seized me. Maggie held on to me. I flung my arms erratically, wildly reaching, searching for something, anything solid to grab onto. My grasping hands found only cloudy water. It stung and burned my eyes and nostrils. My lungs felt as if they would burst as I choked and coughed, gasping for breath relentlessly. Within seconds, the merciless lake swallowed me.
then total darkness. When I regained consciousness, I was lying on the dock. Greedily, I breathed in the cool mountain air. My friends surrounded me, their long faces revealing deep concern. Through blurry vision, I focused on Maggie, who was standing over me, panting for breath. Tears rolled down her cheeks. Somehow, she had outwitted the perilous water and pulled us both out of the hole to safety. The chaperone had carried me to shore and resuscitated me. Maggie and I cried and hugged, thinking about what could have happened. Emotionally exhausted, I was silent on the ride back. My near-death experience played over in my mind like a movie. I just wanted to be home, to cry on my mother's shoulder, and to feel her loving arms wrapped around me, assuring me that I was safe. The nightmares began immediately. In the dreams I relived the terror, and just as I blacked out I would wake up screaming. My mother would run to my bed and comfort me. Eventually the nightmares stopped. Since that day I no longer swim in lakes or oceans. I choose the safety of a swimming pool where I can swim to the edge and grab onto something solid. I panic if someone dunks me. When I hear stories of people drowning, I remember my feelings. I visualize the helplessness and fear of their last moments. I do not know if the events of that day affected Maggie the way they did me. We lost touch after my family moved. But I am grateful that my friend Maggie saved both of us that day. Although the dark lake tried to claim me, fate had other plans. The girl who could not swim saved the one who could. The dark water lost its two intended victims. Copyright 2022 Barbara Houston. Barbara Houston lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. A member of Scribblers, a memoir writing group, she writes stories about her life. In her varied career, she taught school, coordinated volunteers for nonprofits, conducted training classes for nonprofits, and served as a director of human resources. Now retired, she enjoys writing, reading fiction, singing with the Charlotte Singers, spending time with family and friends, and traveling with her husband, Jerry. Barbara's first two published stories in Bear Country and Music Box Memories appeared in the Personal Story Publishing Project Anthology's Trouble and Curious Stuff. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, 
Everybody loves a good story.